Let me worry about Luca. Let you worry about the, the Godfather, Godfather Minute. Hello, my name is Alex Robinson. And I'm Andy Robinson. And this is the podcast where we go through the entire Godfather movie. We analyze, we break it down, we make jokes about the Godfather movie one minute at a time. Well, we don't make jokes about the Godfather, Alex, because that would have some dire consequences. <laughs> true. You don't think he has a sense of humor about himself? You don't think he could take a good natured ribbon? Well, maybe, but I don't know. He's got a He's got a certain... Image to uphold. That's true. I guess depends who's who's observing. Yeah, like I'm sure if Mama gently teased him, mm-hmm. obviously if like Bonacero goes in there, he's I, like you know, you know, I'm already picking up on some bonus material. Maybe we talk about how how much ribbing could you get away with, or could the Godfather withstand before he? Uh, I was broke. thinking we should talk about the Godfather roast, like to see what. <laughs> Oh, that's great. All right, so that's my feel. We'll write that down because we know okay. we're going to forget it. Definitely already forgotten. Already. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> who? Who, who, wait, who are you? Yeah, so if you want to hear us talk about the Godfather roast or some other topic that we will <laughs> forget, you can go to uh, godfatherminute.com slash support and you'll get an extended extra long episode for minute 52, right? 52, Alex. 52. A minuto. A minuto. Numero. Numero. You want to take a guess? You want to take a guess? No, I mean, do you want to take a guess? (laughs) Oh, uh, well, 50. I'm wise. I'm wise. Um, now I know we just went over this last week, but uh-huh. I don't remember what 50 was. Uh-huh. It's not these, uh, let's say, Think well, about uno, five. dos, tres, cuatro, go back, go, cinco. Go back to fundamentals. Cinque? <laughs> that was, you're thinking in Spanish now, well, my amigo. Very similar. Uh, cinque. Cinque, five. I was close. Uh, you were close. Minuto numero cinque. Well, that's five. So 50 is cinquanta. Oh, cinquanta. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cinquanta. It's like five, but with a, a little boost of steroids. Cinquanta dos? Almost. Cinquanta duo. Almost. Getting cinquanta closer. duos? Oh, no. You're, you're so close. Oh, I forget. What, cinquanta I, you know what? I think the, two. <laughs> I think the bonus content. I'm not going to tell you the bonus content today is going to be you continuing to guess. Okay. <laughs> Every combination uh-huh. of word, letters possible. Cinquanta due. Cinquanta due. I was Cin- close. I think next time if you use your hand while you say it, it'll come that more naturally to racist, you. That is racist, dude. You got to no, cut that. You got to cut that part out. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as a New Yorker, we talk with our hands. I'm talking Cin- with my hands right now. You're like a puppet, you mean? Like a sock <laughs> puppet. Cinquanta due. <laughs> you got it. I'm talking with my hands right now. Can you hear this? <laughs> You want me to turn it up? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, Cinquanta, do we want to talk about this minute of The Godfather? <laughs> yes. Um, minute 52, uh, it's, it's the it's the Turk and Tom uh, continuing their chit-chat. It starts off with the Turk uh, telling Tom that the, the Don is dead and nothing can bring him back. And it, uh, they have more conversation and he tells Tom, I want you to go back and uh, convince you take care of Sonny and the other two kids mm-hmm. about making them take yeah. this deal. Yeah. So uh, the Turk and Tom. Turk and Tom. <laughs> morning, morning zoo crew. <laughs> so if they were the morning, if they were a morning zoo crew, or or let's say a podcast duo, yeah. who would be the crazy one? Who would be the? Uh, 
I think I the, think what do they call it? The straight guy. I think Tom, uh, t- uh, the Turk would be Howard Stern, and Tom would be Robin, <laughs> like the the voice of reason and kind of oh, like, yeah. you know, like the one who's like, oh, you know, like that kind of a, a person. So lots of you can't use that language on the radio. The FCC won't stand for it. <laughs> you get the show cause. <laughs> Woo! <Yeah. laughs> and then like every now and then like uh, Luca would come in and be all like the like the wacky guest guy. You know, here's Luca's movie reviews. My <laughs> <Not> bad. <laughs> Thanks, Luca. <laughs> you know, Alex, when I started going into this little uh, this sidebar, I saw you roll your eyes. And I just want to remind you that we both <laughs> we both came to the same conclusion that we started having a little bit more fun with the bonus content than we did with the analysis. So I'm trying to trying to just make it fun. Go with it. Yeah, no. I, Off the cuff. That's no, I, I totally agree. Okay. Yes, and. <laughs> Don't be Tom Hagen. <laughs> Um, Maybe that that should be our uh, our callback to to not being so square. Don't be such a Tom Hagen. Be a Turk. Don't be a Tom. <laughs> be a Turk, not a Tom. Be a Turk, Turk not, not a Tom. Tom. <laughs> um, so speaking of uh, the Turk, the Turk uh, says it's Tom's job to go and uh, convince the other uh, capo regimes mm-hmm. to go along with the deal, and he specifically mentions uh, Tessio and Fat Clemenza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it. He doesn't mention any of the other. Do you think those are the only two guys? Oh, boy, I'm going back to the Godfather novel archives. I don't recall them ever. Like, did we whoever writing about any other ones? Did we say that um, that our old friend Frankie Five Angels is under Clemenza? We think so. There's nothing written about it because yeah. I don't think the character exists yeah. yet. Is there anything in all the the wiki, the Godfather wiki stuff about Frankie Five? I, I haven't looked at much because he's not technically in this movie oh, yet. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I haven't. I've been trying to as much as we talk about him. I've been trying to withhold as much as possible. We've got to save something for sure, season yeah. two. But uh, it, yeah. it does also interesting because by the time of Godfather Two, spoiler alert, neither of the Don's capo regimes are still in power. Michael, That's true. One way or the other. House has been totally cleaned from the top, uh, the top men. Yeah, yeah. So, do you think that Mikey had Clemenza killed? Oh boy! By making faking a heart attack. Wow. Because yeah, that's right. They never go into that. Yeah. Well, it would make sense. And that also might be why maybe that's why Frankie Five Angels is more inclined to turn on Michael because he knows that Michael got rid of Clemenza. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to tell me something, Frankie Fives? <laughs> He's actually trying to tell oh, Why did you kill Clemenza? But he just can't get the words out. <laughs> Although I, I mean, think it kind of makes a lot of sense. Michael's the kind of guy who's so strategic that... Tie up the loose ends. Tie up the loose ends. And any... Any hint, suggestion of lack of loyalty, and he's going to take care of it. He won't be able to trust you again. Does he right. give anyone second chances? No. I don't think he does. But there's no evidence that Clemenza betrays him right and, and michael even says that uh tessio was always the smarter one right looking for more opportunities and if the corleones didn't offer better opportunities tessio would go with the other family and also there's but well, there's also that scene of uh clemenza asking to leave and start oh, his own yeah. family remember mm-hmm. he's like oh father come on yeah so you who trust knows? my judgment <laughs> <laughs> then, then stop that second dancing career you've been looking for <laughs> Although I would think if you are Frankie Five Angels and Michael Corleone bumps off Clemenza, mm-hmm. 
that you have to think of that as just like, well, that's just what happens sometimes. You know, it's like someone getting fired from a job. It's like the mafia version of someone getting fired from a job. Yeah. Which I guess some people would quit over that if they think it was unfair, you know, that so-and-so got fired. But uh, yeah. Anyway, I just that's just an interesting uh, hypothesis. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to see if there's any. Uh, yeah. Any other clues to yeah, that? Yeah. Or, or, you know, the other wiki or something. But Can uh, I uh, point out some grammar? My correcting my grammar? No, no, no. Okay. Well, possibly yeah. correcting the Turks' grammar. Mm. So I made a note. English is the second language. Uh, yeah, so. it is. Oh, well, I wonder if that comes into play here. Salazzo <clears throat> says, uh, "Talk to that Tessio, yeah. that fat Clemenza." He doesn't enunciate it like I just did. Uh-huh. I was just doing that to highlight it. Hmm. But I'm wondering if that has to do with Sicilian, if the word for. I mean, you wouldn't put that or the in front of their names, maybe because he just referred to to them as the capital regimes. Yeah. Although I think putting that before it does add an element of disdain to mm-hmm. it because you're like, uh, you know, talk to that Andy guy about going on the podcast. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it, it by saying that's blank, that mm-hmm. name implies that the person is like, like you're keeping your distance from. Yeah, so, almost uh, inhuman. Yeah. Or at least yeah, beneath uh, the Pierce person who's speaking, yeah. What do you think about him calling calling him Fat Clemenza? That's something that I always... Um, I, I always wondered about that myself. It does seem like the kind of thing mob guys would do. Yeah. Call some, you know, they always give guys crazy nicknames and things yeah. like that. And I feel bad for Clemenza that he got fat shamed, but... Uh, yeah. And it seems like, do you think it's acceptable for people in other families to use those same names? If anything, I think it's more acceptable because I don't think any of the people, I don't think any of the Corleones ever call him Fat Clemenza. Mm, okay. Uh, what's his first name again? Paul? Peter. Peter. Yeah. I think they always just call him Clemenza, don't they? Yeah. I think so. they call him Peter or Clemenza. Yeah. Unless it's oh, possible that there is another Clemenza. Who is the skinny Clemenza? And so they're like, okay, we're gonna call you Clemenza and you're fat Clemenza. <coughs> you got a cold? You've been sick all winter. <laughs> That'd be great if there were a skinny Clemenza, but he just <laughs> but he just was written out of the movie or he, had he was always parts. just off camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he was on camera, but you just couldn't see oh. him because fat Clemenza was standing in front oh, of him. Oh, he literally <laughs> eclipsed his skinny. <laughs> Skinny brother. Oh, I just realized Clemenza's name is Peter, and this is some some deep stuff. Get ready. So we're here for. Wasn't Peter the first apostle, the one most loyal to Jesus? Uh, he Christ? was the rock. Yeah, right. And so Peter Clemenza being the one most loyal to Don Corleone, who is the most like Jesus. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of religious undertone. Yeah, and that might explain why he's called Judas Tessio too. Tessio's first name is Judas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, how they didn't see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's see. What else we got here? Uh, I love the shot. So the, so Tom says, okay, I'll talk to them. But you, even Sonny's not going to be able to hold off Luca Brazzi. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I think it's funny that he calls him Luca Brazzi yeah. as opposed to the Brazzi yeah. that the other mm-hmm. characters do. But, you know, he's German-Irish. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> And I love the sh- I love the shot of the Turk being like, "Well, let me take care of Luca." Yeah, you know, you just you just right. talk to the rest of the, the the thing I love about it. Uh, aside from the visuals, uh, the the sort of him lit from below, you know, just his face up against the black uh, background, looking you know somewhat evil, is that um, 
the way it's shot and the the way it's scripted is that we are uh drawn into the turk's lie mm-hmm. like he turns away from tom and is like we see his face so we're kind of like knowing what he's really thinking and mm-hmm. we know that luke is already dead so it's kind yeah. of it's like putting us on the turk's side and we're like mm-hmm. oh tom doesn't even know yet you know yeah. i think that was just such a great little it increases the tension of the scene by us not being on us knowing more than the the, the good guys know. yeah you yeah know I mean? definitely that was yeah. a cool little uh yeah it's a great shot yeah and he doesn't give up any any knowledge that he has already killed luca yeah so is this although it's interesting he he would it have been better for salazzo to make tom think that he was scared of luca no i guess not because salazzo wants this plan to go forward and if tom and the corleones thought luca or salazzo was afraid of luca then then they then he would have thought that they could have gotten to him. Wait, he <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense that Luca not show fear of Luca. For the Turk not to show fear of Luca. Yeah, for Tom to think that yeah, Salazzo needs Tom to think that Luca's not afraid. That Salazzo's not afraid of Luca. Why is that? <laughs> because it's if weakness. Tom thinks that Salazzo is afraid of Luca, and Tom would tell that to the Corleones, and then the Corleones would say, "Ah, oh, we shouldn't make this deal. We still have an opportunity here." Oh, like we'll still Lucas still our our ace in the hole. Yeah, whole, even though he's a- dead, and even though Slotso soon sends that message, or though maybe that would be more effective. <clears throat> like anything you throw at me, I can. Why doesn't defend. he tell Tom right now that Luke is dead? Well, earlier in the book, he says he didn't want Luca to be found yet. But why not? What what was it? It's not making sense to me right now why he would wait. I mean, unless it's the kind of thing like when you're playing poker, like information is valuable. So you don't want to tell anything that you don't have to tell immediately. Yeah. Well, you think that would make Tom more dejected and more likely to take it. The fact that they've already eliminated their their secret weapon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'll go back and check because I think we maybe even talked about this, but I'll go back and check. Unless Tom, unless the Turk the is trying to portray himself as, hey, I'm a reasonable guy. Like, I'm not a, I'm a businessman. I'm not a bloodthirsty yeah, guy. I guess you that's know? one way to do it. Like, I'm not the guy. I'm not the one who killed, you know, no one killed anybody yet. Except, yeah. for, the, except for the Don. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. So the words that Salazzo uses, uh-huh. uh, let me worry about Luca. Mm-hmm. Does anyone really, has anyone ever really said that expression before? Let me worry about Luca? Or, or let me worry about this. You, you stick to this. I feel like it's one of those expressions we've, we've heard a million times, but only in the movies. Let me worry about whether or not anyone really said it or not. <laughs> you focus on the podcast. <laughs> Seriously. Have you ever used those words in earnest, not parodying a movie or, or in jest? Uh, no, but I, I assume that had more to do with my me not being able to bear someone else's responsibility. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> if anything, I'm the one who someone else being like, okay, you know what? You don't worry about that. I'll take care of it. Have you ever? Let me flip the question. <laughs> Hold on. Let me flip it. Has anyone ever asked, said to you, hey, let me worry about da da da? No. <laughs> right? I don't think it's something people say. I think it's one of those odd expressions that you only hear in the movies. 
Oh, now I'm trying to think of one. Uh, Has anyone for have I ever said to you, "Oh, hey, let me worry about uh, getting a gift for our mother for Mother's Day"? Well, you've definitely never heard me say that. (laughs) (laughs) But you you get what I'm asking. Yeah, maybe it's an older, maybe it's an old expression from the '40s, and people used to say that all the time. (laughs) And maybe we grew up watching some of those older movies, right? Or movies where those people were repeating what they had seen in movies. Possibly, and I, yeah. I'm I'm arguing that no one says that in no, real right. life. Well, you know, you should, people should go to the Fredo Corleone uh, Mickey Mouse nightclub on Facebook and weigh in on this. We, you know, we'll post a poll over there, okay? Saying, "Have you ever you have you ever used it or heard it used?" And then it was seriously, could, yeah, seriously, yeah. We don't want any okay. clowns messing up our scientific <laughs> research over there. <laughs> no, I don't mean serious poll, but heard it not being parodied like hey let me worry someone's about someone's sincerely saying yes don't worry about yeah. that i'll take care of it okay exactly all right well you know what i'll do you don't worry i'll post the poll you just worry about the podcast <laughs> well now of course <laughs> i think we use it all the time <laughs> uh so yeah i want i just wanted to get that on the table right okay. we can be honest here is that an expression people ever really use get something <laughs> on the table <laughs> I just heard that in some movie. Oh, guess what movie I I was watching? What the other movie day. were you watching? And I I was watching. Uh, so I'd recently changed my cable package, mm-hmm. and I, we have Turner Classic Movies, which is great channel, awesome, great, great channel. channel. Watching uh, The Getaway, or just random movie I've never seen. Before. What is The Getaway? The Getaway is Steve McQueen. He's a ex-con. He he mm-hmm. robs a bank. And he's he robs a bank again. I missed the beginning, but. There's a there's a supporting actor in it who who's a supporting actor in another great movie. Uh, who is it? It was Salazzo. Get it, Al, Al Let, Lettieri. Yeah, that, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. and when he has longer hair, kind of almost curly. Wow, that's yeah, funny. and he was a little heavier. And it was in 1972, so it was I think it, this one was right before The Godfather. Right. Oh, yeah. cool. Wow. It was crazy. <laughs> I recognized. I didn't even recognize him, but I recognized his voice, and then mm-hmm. I looked a little closer. Uh, I too also recently got Turner Classic Movies. Oh, cool! And um, we we upgraded our cable package so we get more movie channels now. <laughs> Upgrade. So what I've been doing is uh, I've been setting to record like a bunch of like uh, uh, <laughs> get me the butter. What's that one? Oh, uh, Last Tango in Paris. Last Tango in Paris, oh, like awesome. which I've never seen. So I'm taping that one. You know, I think yesterday I just set to record that one too. <laughs> <laughs> we should totally watch it together. Yeah. and do a bonus content. Let's do it. Uh, and also, I recorded a movie called Author Author. What's that? It is a Al Pacino comedy hmm. from like 1982 or something like Whoa, that. Oh, okay. And um, I'm like, I'm only like 10 minutes in, and it's terrible. It's uh, so nah. it's so like it it feels so much like a I don't know if it was a play. It might have been like a play originally, and okay. it feels like it was a play originally. Okay, like the way everyone speaks and they they speak in uh, ways that no. conveys a lot of information. That the, yeah. they wouldn't, you know what I mean? Oh boy! Like today's my forty third birthday. I'm the best selling author in New York City. You know oh, that, kind of a, that kind of a thing. Is but this anyway, the one where he's a has a parent. He's got a bunch of kids. Yeah, I don't know if they're oh, like adopted you know, or saw, foster kids I saw or something. Like twenty minutes years ago. I saw maybe I just dropped yeah. into twenty minutes of it, and I, yeah, it wasn't didn't take. Yeah, it's. Yeah. it's but he uh, looks young. He's still. He's kind of in that transition between Godfather. Michael, uh, the Godfather, Al Pacino, mm-hmm. and then like you know, hoo ha, Al Pacino. Oh, okay. Like he's, uh, he's generally not a good comedy person, is he? Yeah, I didn't even know he was in any comedy. I didn't even know that movie was a comedy. 
Yeah, I th- think so anyway. So far, yeah. it's, it's, you know, not like a hot shots or, or a top secret or anything. But, yeah. You know, like a you know romantic comedy kind of. Yeah. Yeah. But, I guess uh, that's possible. Anyway, so yeah, so I, I record a lot of different movies that have, might be of any interest to us here on the awesome. show. Like I That's did, cool. Um, and uh, speaking of which, I uh, since there was a huge amount of stuff in this episode, uh-huh. I um, figured I'd look up some information on Robert Duvall. Bobby, Ooh, okay. Bobby Duvall. Right and, on us. And um, first of all, he was born January 5th, 1931, which means he is 87 years old. Right now or in The Godfather? Bobby, Bobby Duvall right now is 87 oh my years gosh. old. How old was he in The Godfather? He's already looking kind of old. He was losing his hair. Well, I guess that was, what, 40 years ago? So he was probably in his early 40s then? Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, yeah. He crazy. still makes movies every now and then. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. No, he's worked very consistently since. Yeah. And a lot of people think, you know, he's uh, one of our greatest living actors. Wow. He's been nominated for seven Academy Awards. <laughs> Has he ever won? You know what? I don't think he has. But yeah, he's gone home empty-handed every time. Yeah, don't quote me on that. But he also strikes me as the kind of guy who like doesn't go to the Academy Awards kind mm-hmm. of a thing. You know, he's about yeah. the acting, not about the yeah. Yeah. But uh, I realize I've seen fourteen Robert Duvall movies. Whoa! And like stuff that I wouldn't even necessarily think of that he is in yeah. it, and and yet, um, you know, there it is. Fourteen. I never. I was said. Wow. Oh, I've probably seen like five. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I would guess maybe even three or four. I couldn't even tell you more than three right now. Well, let's see. You got GF one and two. Yeah. Can you think of any other ones that you've seen? Oh my gosh! Oh, the Great Santini is another movie I'm oh. recording. That's on Turner Classic. Never movies. saw. It. That's where Bobby Duvall plays a drill sergeant. You know? oh, okay. A Never tough, saw. Tough it. talking drill sergeant. Oh, awesome! Very uh, cool. Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now. That's right. Smell yeah, I knew. I just knew I was yeah. going to. Rem- remember them little by little right well, that's the thing you know, when i looked through his imdb page it's like oh right he yeah. was in that i totally forgot yeah. like even you know some weird what are some other what are the, i know tender mercies i never saw that yeah well his debut appearance mm-hmm. was in uh to kill a mockingbird really where he played boo radley he played uh the 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 guy who's charged with the, the guy the, who lives next door who they think is like a weird uh oh you know, wow yeah so, oh my gosh! The original To Kill a Mockingbird yeah, with Gregory Peck. That was his debut, uh, his wow. first movie role. You know, he'd been a stage actor until then. So, oh my uh, gosh! So that movie seems really old. Yeah. Um. So let's see. Veteran actor. He has been in um his filmography as an actor. One hundred and forty three roles. Mm-hmm. His last one was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um. So I saw. Oh, he's in the road. Another one. Another Godfather. Oh, I never movie. saw that. That's really good. You should see him. Yeah. Uh, Godfather one and two. He refused to be in three, right? Yeah, because he said there was nothing for him to do in it, which I can totally. I mean, yeah. I guess he would have been. He was what, out. George, <laughs> why is he out? <laughs> George Hamilton was his new. Uh, I mean, yeah. More, more of a international concierge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you for smoking. He was in that. Oh, I did see that. He was in the movie Gods and Generals, which is a uh, Civil War movie. Yeah, I saw that too, yeah. Plays Robert E. Lee. That's right. Who is a distant ancestor of Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall's mother was was a descendant of Robert E. Lee. So there you go. I didn't know he was a southerner. Yeah. Um, Oh, boy. Deep Impact. Did you see that one? Asteroid. 
Oh, oh yeah, I did see that one. That one's there. Yep. You go. That's mm-hmm. a good one. The Apostle. That was one I saw. Never saw Sling Blade. It. Did you ever see that one? Never saw it. You ever saw Sling Blade? Never saw Sling Blade. Hmm. Does I it hold up? I, I mean, when it came out in 1997, it was really cool because it was such a weird movie. But I don't mm-hmm. know if now it would hold up, but because mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, a lot of those, a lot of older movies that you're like, wow, that was so crazy. And then you watch yeah. it, you're like, oh, it just seems like a corny, corny. Never yeah. saw the Crying Game. Is he in that? No, but I'm just pointing out another movie that everyone saw and was very timely that yeah. I didn't see. There's a lot of those kind of uh, yeah. Well, you and I, are, of course, have our have our uh, endless competition to see who's seen less movies yeah. than uh, that sort of badge of honor, I guess. <laughs> but I yeah. do want to start seeing more movies when they come out or around when they come out, mm-hmm. just to be a part of pop culture now. The problem now is that movies are so terrible. There's so few good movies coming out. I know. You know, after I watched, I was uh, a little under the weather, so I was catching up on TV. After I watched uh, The Getaway, I watched Carnal Knowledge. With uh, Jack Nicholson Nicholson and uh, and Art Garfunkel. mm -hmm. Fantastic. And Anne Margaret. Oh, yeah. Anne Margaret. (laughs) And uh, who else was in that? Oh, Candace Bergen was in it. She looked like she was 17 years old. It was fantastic. Right. It was a great movie. Art Garfunkel acting. (laughs) Yeah. But it uh, just reminded me how yeah. great cinema was in the 70s, was early the 70s. golden age of American yeah. movies. Awesome. Uh, I know um, Art Garfunkel being in movies created some uh, strife between Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, yeah. Because Paul oh, yeah. Simon really wanted to be in, like, Hollywood movies and really? stuff. So the fact that, like, Art Garfunkel was getting to do it really stuck in his... Oh, uh, boy. You know, stuck in his craw. Boy, troubled waters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, um... Well, I've got a little bit more about the minute. Oh, okay. I've got a few more bits. Let's so, see did, did you notice in the minute that Tom is crying? I, I saw that it says that in the script, but I did not notice it in the... Bobby Dude D does not seem like he is crying. Yeah, well, after I read it in the book, I paid particular attention to it, and he is crying in the minute. But it's it's very subtle. Like I don't. It's pretty pretty really? clear. He's like, I, I'll try my best. <laughs> <laughs> even, ah, even sad, like, Tom, Tom, your godfather is dead. <laughs> and that what, what is what does Salazzo say? No, nothing's it's gonna bring him. Nothing's back. gonna bring him back. He's trying to really <laughs> lay down that point. <laughs> You let me worry about the Don. I'll take care of it. <laughs> Clean yourself up. It'd be great if you read Salazzo's lines, but in the in a real caring way. He's like, oh, you let me worry about Luca Brasi. Cheer up, Tom. I'm not a wartime consigliere. You have to show cause. <laughs> Do a medley of all the crying <laughs> characters. We're going massacre my boy. <laughs> there is a bit of crying, right? There is. Yeah. You know, of course, the most famous crier of the movie is uh, Johnny Fontaine. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he cries like a woman. They'd have to splice together the parts where where Don Corleone is first really crying about Sonny and yeah. then joking, making fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and of Johnny Fontaine. You got uh, then you got Papa. <laughs> Boy, a lot of crying. It's a lot of crying. Yeah. Know, it's an, it's a, an operatic movie where there's a lot of big, yeah. big emotions. Connie, know? of course, cries a bit. Yeah, right. Johnny, uh, oh, 
<laughs> the uh, the camera guy cries when uh, Luca Brat when um, Barzini takes out the film. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say when Don Corleone cancels the picture because Michael's not there. The camera guy starts crying. <laughs> And uh, and of course, uh, uh, Lou, well, Lou Waltz, <laughs> Jack Waltz cries over his horse being uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> just to show you I'm not hard hearted. <laughs> so of all those people, don't forget Connie crying when Carlo gets mad that uh, that's true. Yeah, that Connie didn't fix the meal mm-hmm. that he yeah. wanted. Of all those people, who do you think had the most reason to cry? <sighs> well, definitely not Johnny. Yeah, Johnny, come on. Uh, he, I would he can f- act like a man. Fredo, I would say, has pretty good reason. I could see your father being gunned down in front of you when it's your own, when it's kind of your own. But crying, that's more shock. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's uh, a very... All right. So no, no, I don't mean to take away. He, that that wimp should be crying. He should be shooting back. <laughs> That's what I mean. He was crying because he was such a because he because well, he, could, he couldn't shoot back. Well, that's was, not about his father getting shot. It's what a bad <laughs> shot he was. Well, I, I was wondering if that's maybe why he was crying partly. Yeah, I mean, Johnny's gonna kill me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Johnny maybe has a right to cry. His whole career is washed up. He had everything. He had it all. <laughs> and his per- this picture that was perfect for him. Yeah, his voice. Yeah, it was weak. <laughs> He even spends time with his family. He's doing all the right things. So who else? Who else do we see crying? I uh, maybe Don Corleone. His son got his eldest son got killed. Aww. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's getting a free funeral out of it, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he should have seen it coming. Is there anything to the fact that the that the Don says he doesn't want to commit murder for Bonacera because he's that's not justice. That's you know, and mm. then his son winds up getting murdered mm. because I guess they killed uh, who was who was because they killed um, but Salazzo and McCluskey. So it wasn't one of the it doesn't one of the Tatalias or something. Somebody get killed or oh yeah yeah yeah. I think actually I think it's Bruno who gets killed right because it, but it happens kind of off camera yeah it happens after it, so. McCluskey and Salazzo are killed once the big war starts okay yeah because then that would yeah. make sense that that mm-hmm. it escalates and then it becomes to killing family members as yeah. opposed to because neither of the McCluskey or the Turk were members yeah. of any families that, they were just kind of right. like side agents who were yeah. employed so mm-hmm. they'll seem like they'd be fair game in terms of or fairer game than killing the son of the crime lord yeah you know? so um yeah, a lot well, of maybe crime. well, Carlo after he gets beat up by Santino, he also cries. You think they show him crying? In the book, he cries. Oh, in the book, he yeah. cries. Yeah, yeah, he's really worked over. <laughs> well, I think he's worked <laughs> over pretty well in the movie too. I think he's, he gets hard. He's like, I'm not crying. It's the, it's the water from the. That's the water from the fire extinguisher. <laughs> the fire hydrant. <laughs> well, I think he's crying because he's stuck working at that candy store. <laughs> <laughs> My numbers racket. <laughs> Uh, so one other part about the book actually mm-hmm. I'd like to read a little bit from the book because it seems a l- just a tiny bit different the book is different than the movie a little bit the book is different than the movie the book is different than the movie the book is different the book is different the book is different than the movie yeah 
Puzo, in the book, Puzo writes, Hagen held out his china cup for more whiskey. Ooh, I'll go for seconds, Tom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit taste for it. <laughs> well, he's got even scotch. He's got Irish. Yeah. <laughs> so Lucas blood all over the <laughs> bottle. Uh, it's H- whiskey. Hagen held out his china cup for more whiskey. I'll try, he said. But Sonny is strong-headed, and even Sonny won't be able to call off Luca. You have to worry about Luca. I'll have to worry about Luca if I go for your deal. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? So that was Tom, Tom says he'll, oh, because he feels like if he accepts it, then Luca will try to kill Tom because yes, that's how much siding with the Turk. That's how devoted Luca is to Don Corleone. Personally. Personally. Yeah. And that's how much of a sort of a wild card Luca is. Yeah. That's why everyone uh, fears him. You gotta, any guy who's willing to carve wax dummies of himself and string them throughout the room just to surprise <laughs> uh, on the off chance someone breaks in, you know that yeah. guy. He's nuts. He's nuts. He's bonkers. <laughs> uh, Puzo writes, Salazzo said quietly, I'll take care of Luca. You take care of Sonny and the other two kids. Listen, you can tell them that Freddy would have gotten it today with his old man, but my people had strict orders not to gun him. I didn't want any more hard feelings than necessary. You can tell them that. Freddy is alive because of me. Wow. Isn't that interesting? So that is very interesting. If that's true. Well, the fact that they didn't shoot at him. It, so that was sort of... So Salazzo is telling Hagen this because he's saying, look, look, I could have killed Fredo too, but here's an olive branch. To prove that, yeah, that this is not personal, that it's just business. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, that's funny also on it's so on levels also having to do with Fredo too because Mm -hmm. a like if he had been shot then no one even would have like like he would have been so overshadowed by the fact that the Don got shot that no one even would have really like yeah remember that Fredo also got shot he was worse if he got shot and then like was just like you know wounded and then like had a really long recovery and had to sit around in the bed and everyone's like, Oh Fredo, come on. <laughs> you know. Well he is I know he goes into shock and while yeah. Don Corleone is in the hospital, Fredo is not in the hospital, but he's recovering too from mm-hmm. that whole thing. Puts wrote a little bit about that. But Fredo goes on to have a very important role in in I'd say the whole trilogy. If Fredo had died then, mm-hmm. how would what would have been different? Let's look into the what if Fredo uh, had been killed in that in that uh, time. Well, Johnny Ola wouldn't have been able to get that close to Michael in in Godfather Two and and yeah. betraying him. I wonder how um, um, this is a Godfather Two stuff, but I wonder how they approached Fredo. Hmm. I, think just, I think Johnny Ola just got his phone number and kept calling him while he was <laughs> asleep. Where's Michael going to be next week? Oh, Mikey, he'll be on down in <laughs> Cuba. <laughs> he always calls him when he's asleep, so yeah. he's disoriented. <laughs> Hey, uh, Freddie, this is Johnny Ola. I'm, I'm yeah. in Cuba. I'm in another time zone. Sorry to call so late. No, but you're, you're ahead of me, so you should be calling. It should be later for you. Oh, don't you worry about that. Listen, uh, what's Michael talking about? About that deal. Where's Michael going to be at like 9 p.m. after the party? Oh, Mikey, he'll be in his bedroom with his children playing with his toys. <laughs> yeah. What's that got to do with you, though? 
<laughs> he's always all like mad <laughs> afterwards. He's always all confused and angry. Like, <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? He'll be he'll be in his bedroom with his kids where they they're playing with his toys. <laughs> you guys gotta stop calling me. You're gonna get me into more trouble. <laughs> he'll he keeps answering the phone and telling them. <laughs> Uh, so also the Turk only says and the other two kids convinced Sonny yeah. and the other two kids. Mm-hmm. So obviously Connie is not. Oh yeah, going not oh. worthy of consideration. Oh, I think I th- the families wouldn't stand for killing a woman. That would be. be oh no, no, but I mean war. the fact that he says, "Oh, convince the other two kids." Yeah, like don't conv- you don't have to bother convincing Connie. We know she doesn't get a vote in this mm-hmm. thing. But uh, do you think? I also feel like there's a little bit of a. Like a little bit of a psychological um, mind game with Tom because they, they know Tom was basically adopted by the Don. Mm, and so he'll go mm-hmm. tell the other two kids, like, uh, you don't have a vote. You know what I mean? I don't know. I guess it's more or less the same thing, but it's yeah. sort of differentiating, Tom, pointing out that Tom is not one of them. Yeah. But he, wouldn't. He's just a messenger boy. Boom. <laughs> Sicilian. He's just a German Irish messenger boy. <laughs> but wouldn't he want. Tom to feel good so that he would make the deal for the family instead of mm. isolating him. But maybe by That's isolating just maybe his him. maybe he's just dominating. Or just that by having Tom not in the family, Tom will be able to look at it more objectively mm, and yeah. say, okay, like this is, if mm, I was just approaching right. this not knowing anything, I would definitely tell those, that family, they should take the deal because yeah. it's not personal. It's, you know, it's business. There's a lot of money in that white powder, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just, you know, when you. No, when I think that's really, that's really good insight. Have a minute to analyze. So. And, and in this minute, Tom says, I'll try. I'll do my best. And I was wondering, does he in that moment, does he really accept that it really is the best move? Or is he just saying that to kind of get out of the situation, get out of being held hostage? I feel but like- in the, in the, and we'll talk about it more next minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, he really does. But he's starting to see clearly that it is the right move. Right, even under duress, I think at that point he's just telling him just to just to be able to get out of there. Mm-hmm. So, do you think he had the power of attorney where he could say, "Okay, we'll take the deal"? Oh, interesting. Or does it no, have to no, get? No, 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 yeah, because he's, so. he, he's just a concierge. Yeah, he's just a concierge. And even if the don, if, even if it were confirmed that the don were dead, it would be Sonny's decision then. Yeah, that's true. So he does not have power of attorney for the. Uh, the That'd crime be crazy angle. if he did. He just start making all these <laughs> wacky decisions. <laughs> Um, he he talks to Waltz. <laughs> Maybe that's a, a bonus content we could do. What if the Don had died and Tom Hagen had power of attorney? What would he have done? <laughs> he would talk to Waltz anyway. I think he would also talk to Barzini. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, so the minute ends with the, the the Turk revealing that he doesn't like violence. Yeah. So that's a. Uh, do you believe it? I do believe him. Yeah. I believe he doesn't like violence. He'll mm-hmm. do it if it if it's the shortest path between him and yeah. what needs to be done. But uh, blood is a big expense. Yeah. Although I don't know, he does personally handle. He does kill, help kill uh, Luca Razzi. It doesn't have to be there. Yeah. For that, but and he is good with a knife. He's really good with a knife. But it's sort of part of the. Doesn't he have to be there to? To keep the knife thing on his resume. Remember, it's been like 15 years since he's used it. <laughs> you think knife. like the union was like, you have to take one job every. 
<laughs> to like, keep that on all his right, business. all right. Invite Luke over here. I'll kill. I'll kill him, and I'll <laughs> oh, he sign didn't even the card <laughs> saying you witnessed me killing someone with a knife. Like, he didn't even ass. plan to kill Luke originally. They just needed someone, <laughs> so he could. <laughs> well, uh, the uh, Bruno Italia is like hey, this weird thing. Luca Brasi came up to me, and he suddenly wants to join our family. And the Turks like, you know what? This is perfect. I could kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> It's on, my, on my back about my knife license <laughs> <laughs> and after we kill Luca we can take his uh, get out of jail free card <laughs> that's right well that's all I have for the minute yeah I guess that'll wrap it up you what, wanna, do you, what do you want to rate it uh, let's rate it uh, two stars two stars yeah I'll go along with that. It's kind yeah. of along the same lines of uh, yeah. These have all know, been transition minutes. Really, the, the the part of the Turk saying, uh, "Let me worry about Luca," is really the the kind of highlight. Mm-hmm. Of the yeah, minutes. so uh, yeah, I'll go along with two stars. Yeah, Don Corleone's not in it, although they talk about him. They he's say an he's off-screen dead. presence. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, so I guess I'll wrap up. Um, That's minute it. Fifty-two. Stick around for the bonus content. We are going to roast Don Corleone. Oh man, <laughs> going to get it. It might even be better to roast someone else. Well, we could just talk about generally. Yeah. What, what, you know, uh, who's roasting whom? <laughs> who was the roastee? And who was the roaster? <laughs> so, uh, all right, yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, until then, take the gun, gun and leave, leave the, the cannoli. cannoli. Wait, Alex, stop execution. Whoa, 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 what? Yes. We never did the... The cannoli countdown? Countdown. Guns and cannoli. Countdown. Won't be seeing Polly no more. betrayed me. He got a cold and then didn't show up to work. I thought Polly was a good kid, but it turned out he was the stupid jerk. I'm talking about a countdown. Guns and cannoli. Send a clear message or else you might lose your life. And whatever you do, take that cannoli. Don't upset Clemenza's wife. We're working on a So how many minutes left? We only got a few. That's why I had to eke it in at the end. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so if this is minute 52. Uh, this is minute 52. This is minute minuto. Minuto. Cuanta due. Yes. Yes. And? Oh, yes. How many minutes left, my brother? There are ocho. There are, it's, it happens in a minute um, 60. I think 59. 59? 59? Okay, so that means there are ocho minutes left. No, do your math. Would you go to college again, stupid? <laughs> Seven minutes left. Mm, That's sorry. right. You, and you, are you getting ready for our uh, our next countdown? No, oh, I cannot wait to hear the song. Oh, I've been working. Up. I've worked quite a bit on it. I, I know. For you you submitted to me 25 different demo <laughs> tapes and had me pick the one that, that would... would uh... you're, you're worse than Capitol Records. <laughs> Shoot me down. You're worse than Murray Wilson. <laughs> no, no, no. You're flatting. You're flatting. You're flatting, Andy. But to be honest, I have not recorded it yet. All the ideas are in my head, but I've got seven weeks to um, finish it. Yeah. Right? I can't wait. Seven minutes left. Seven minutes left. We're doing the countdown. Seven.